0: Welcome to Boy boy Time Podcast, we're gonna get lady time, yeah, oh it's your boy, Boy Time Podcast, coming in with the slam
1: dunk of a theme song.
2: Hi ho ho, it's me, Dennis Lee, back at it again with a new episode of the Boy Time Podcast, and as always, I'm joined by Babby and Paul,
1: and Bab-Jem, and Bab-Jem. Sounds better now. Yeah. Yeah. Babjab hasn't been here either on streaming
2: services. That's It's just been you two? It's just been us.
0: Man, that's just a personal talk show. That's not even a pod.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, it's fine. Uh, Yeah, so I guess for those who don't know, uh, because he hasn't been here, uh, this podcast used to be the three of us, and then... Paul had to leave because he uh died or something, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I died four to midnight, five days a week, one of those being uh being uh Saturdays, which is pot night, so Wow. Well, yeah. It was rough resurrecting all the time, but you do what you do. Yeah, that's okay.
2: You're here now and that's all
0: that matters. Yeah. Well. Sadly I think I hey, actually no, I think one to night next week. I'll be here next week, maybe. We'll see.
2: We'll see. Stay tuned. But for now, Paul's back. Um Will be. for the I guess this episode. So
0: what episode are we even on? Number
2: wise, I should say. Oh geez. Um I think one one, one, one forty 49. wait, I guess I can just look in the forties. 143, 143. 143.
0: At least five
2: then. You're gonna be yes. here for five episodes?
0: No, this is episode
2: five at the very least. Oh, at the very least, yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Um. So there we go. We're back. Um, yeah boy. The original gang is back together uh, for this very special episode. Um, for no really, like no special reason. One forty three is not a special number in any way, um, and we haven't really hit a milestone. It's just Paul's here now, and that's okay. It's dude. Um, we actually have a Slam Dunk episode, as always, so let's just jump right into it. Um, yeah. And, you know, I do want to address the elephant in the room. Oh. We were hyping up the Super Bowl performance for weeks, and then we finally recorded the podcast after the Super Bowl happened, and we didn't talk about it. Uh, that I think was- we
1: talked about it like five times off camera. Yes, I didn't talk about it on camera.
2: And we we forgot, so we're gonna <laughs> yeah, have for, to talk about it. forgot. So everyone who's been leaving comments, I apologize. It's okay. We'll talk about it now. I guess TLDR, it was pretty good. So yep. I hope that satiates your your hunger. Okay. But we'll we'll go more in depth later. Um, in our music section. In our music nice. section, of course. Um, we actually don't have any show news, which last week was, you know, packed with show news, um, much to my surprise, cause I didn't, I didn't know about Barry, but we don't have anything. We've been watching regular show as our little, um, I guess, detox in between mm. succession and the wire, which we are going to be doing next. Um, I think we'll be... Doing that for the next couple weeks. And then The Wire season one, I think, has ten episodes. So it'll be like probably three or four weeks until the next show discussion, which is kind of And Atlanta's going to be coming out in the next month. (laughs) That's true. So, yeah. We probably won't do an episode by episode discussion. We'll we'll, we'll probably talk about the first one. Yeah. uh, And then we'll probably wait. Um, I don't know how Barry's going to drop, if that's going to be all True. at once, or if that's going to be weekly. Saul's going to be weekly, too. So, mm-hmm. we got a lot of stuff to figure out. Um, but, you know, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I'll I'll jump into the very, very small, eensy, beansy little bit of movie news. Um, we did get confirmation I think a couple weeks ago that Matt Reeves is going to be working on uh to the Batman already which is always a great sign whenever studios are like we want more of this project before it comes out um, I believe the last time I heard of that happening was Ryan Johnson getting his own Star Wars trilogy before The Last Jedi came out So this has a great track record of being good. It's really just like, I don't know if it's like a marketing ploy at this point where like the studio is like, we know it's going to be so good and you guys are going to love it. So we're going to automatically renew it for like a new trilogy. I don't know if that's what's going to be happening here, but I don't remember if I even talked about it. I might not have because it like (laughs) I wanted to wait until the movie came out to be like excited about it. But Matt Reeves did some interviews because the movie's coming out this week. That's kind of crazy to say, but it is. It's coming out this week. Next week, I'll be doing a spoiler-free discussion. Not discussion, I guess. Just, I guess, first thoughts. Um, Because the embargo's not going to be up for spoilers. I think we'll probably wait a couple weeks for a spoiler discussion. And so that Babby can see it. Um, cause I, you're not going to be seeing it opening night like me, right? No,
1: no. it's going to be sold out. And yes, you know, i find some time where I can do that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, that's the reason I like got tickets right away. Um, and I just, yeah. <laughs> I, it's I got like,
1: spider, man, you just wait a couple of days and then the theaters are open. Yeah. For just tickets. So,
2: so just do that. But yeah. I really didn't want this thing to get spoiled for me. So I was like, oh, I gotta go see this thing opening day. I got like the super the not 3D. I hope it's not three D, but it's like the cool chairs, you know. I don't The dream seats. The dream whatever. seats, whatever they're called at Marcus Theatres.
1: Yeah. yeah so like
2: the lounge something. Dream yeah. Lounge or something. So I, I I splurged a little bit. So I guess hopefully that really uh, helps the <laughs> my impression of the film. Um, But we'll see next week. But back to the news. Um, Matt Reeves has been doing some interviews since the movie's coming out. And he straight up said he doesn't want to do or include any other DC superheroes in his sequels. He said, I don't want Superman. I don't want anyone else. Uh, His quote is, I think it's enough to try to do just a Batverse. And so I I think that's great. (laughs) I don't. I don't want another Batman versus Superman or, you know, Zack Snyder, you know, bullshit. I don't, I don't want any of that. Um, You know, the, the, a lot of the stakes of Batman stuff is kind of ruined if you just throw a God at it, like you do with the Superman stuff, where it's like, what does the Batman do in the Justice League with just a bunch of gods and there's just a dude with a car? It's like, They kind of got to give him some like smaller scale stuff Um, because he's a detective and that's what's so cool about him, you know? So I'm excited. Uh, Hopefully, I'm hoping for a trilogy. I know there's just a sequel planned, Um, but I would love another Batman trilogy uh, similar to the Dark Knight one. So we'll just have to see. I also, yeah, we'll see. You know, trilogies are the new hot thing. Spider Man, The Weekend, The Week, I guess, yeah, The Weekend, <laughs> <laughs> uh, The Hobbit. That, that's not really recent. Right now. Yeah, really <laughs> hot. Um, well, d- he just did the Planet of the Apes trilogy, so it's not that's true. That's too true. out of the realm, you know. He could be doing a new Batman trilogy. Who knows? Um, I also saw. We know that I think the Penguin from that movie is getting an HBO Max spinoff a la Peacemaker show uh, on HBO Max. Um, And they're trying to make it R. I don't know. I saw Colin Farrell did an interview, um, probably the hottest man ever who is also playing the Penguin. Um, And he's like, yeah, we're going to try to really push it and see if we can make it R since it's going to be on HBO Max. Um, Which I know, like, some people are, like, really excited about that. Um, I don't care if it's R or PG-13 or whatever. Like, as long as it's a good story. (laughs) So, I don't know. I haven't seen Peacemaker. I saw the first episode of Peacemaker, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I saw the first episode, too, and I'm like, okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I... I've heard there's some crazy stuff later, like the finale got people talking, um, and it was renewed for a second season. So, you know, who knows, maybe it's good. I might watch it later. But I'm I'm trying to watch Atlanta and Saul before the For sure. Yeah, well those or at least just the last seasons before those new stuff comes out later next month. Well, I guess technically, yes, it is next month because this podcast is going to come up on the 28th of February. So literally the last day. Mm. So technically, I can't say this month, but that's fine. Um, and then we have some gaming news. Do, do, yes. do, do. Gaming. This is everyone's favorite segment of the podcast. Um, I missed this one. I know. <laughs> Everybody loves gaming. All of our comments are just say you, you should talk about gaming more because we no don't do game. it enough. Game. So, you know, I'm going to satiate your gaming lust. Uh, first off, uh, I don't know if we should address the Elden Ring in the room. Uh, the uh, elephant, nah, Elden-fint. Uh, that doesn't really work. I don't think we need to. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so I guess I guess uh, I should probably do a little bit of a forward. I have not played much of Elden Ring. Yikes! I know, very disappointed. Played
0: forty hours yet?
2: No, I have played two hours and six minutes, or two point six hours, a week. and I refunded it. Wow. Hot take. Not because it's bad. No, it's just performance. (laughs) (laughs) Not because it's bad. I did this intentionally. I knew I was going to play it for around two hours and then refund it. I already pre-ordered it through GameStop, and uh, for some reason the GameStop near me did not have it so that I could pick it up, so unfortunately I had to get it shipped, which never, ever is a good idea. But I was like, eh, I probably don't need to play this thing day one. So it'll be fine if it comes in like a week late. Um, So Mm. far, it's saying it's going to get here on March 9th, which is two weeks away. And I'm like, I should probably talk about it on the podcast before then. So...
1: So, mm, Best Buy pre-order situation.
2: Yes. But this time, it like... Every time. Yes, I know. I... I kind of knew this was going to happen, though. I figured <laughs> uh, last time I when I did Last of Us 2, I did it through Walmart, which that was a bad thing. GameStop said it was going to be coming out around the release date. Um, the, the carrier hasn't even picked up my package yet, so I don't know. They keep pushing it back every day um, because they haven't picked it up yet. So we'll see when I get it. Um, but I did buy it on Steam. Uh, all, you know, 47 gigabytes. It's This is a, a mondo game. Um, you know, reviews have been coming in. It's insanely well received. I think it's the highest rated thing on OpenCritic, which is like Metacritic, but just for games. Um, so, yeah, kind of crazy. Because I think it... I don't know what it would have had to be. Probably Breath of the Wild or something, um, which there have been a lot of comparisons to Breath of the Wild, obviously, because it's an open world game, and every open world game tries to be Breath of the Wild. Um, from what I played, it's actually pretty decent. <laughs> I mean, I, I do need to address the the PC port is pretty bad, as it stands right now. Um, they have they released a statement. Uh, yesterday, uh, which doesn't show up because I refunded it. Um, uh, let me see if I can find it. I can't find their statement because I refunded the game. So it's no longer in my games library, but it was basically like, we know that the PC port is bad. Believe me, it was worse before the day one patch. Basically that was the TLDR. Um, so they're going to be working on it. Um, so the console version of it like from what I can tell is actually like really good. It's just the PC port that's kind of
1: rough right I feel now. That's typical nowadays. It is. Especially with games of this scale, it's always performance stuff and everything.
2: It's so weird cuz like <laughs> I the the recommended specs are like basically my old setup before I just got my new graphics card and stuff and I was able to run Sekiro like perfectly 60 FPS which was their last game and I'm like oh well this is basically the same thing like graphics wise I'm not really worried Um, and my performance wasn't bad it it wasn't like the worst it wasn't like cyberpunk or anything Um, I just noticed like in boss fights my frames would dip to be like you know like maybe 20 to 15 which is really bad yeah the game's already hard enough yeah that was the thing where it's like i can beat like most like uh, these from software stuff but i can't beat bosses when the frames dip that low Mm. um because yeah i'm not i'm not able to read their telegraphs and stuff so that was the only downside i the majority of my time i didn't like, I didn't beat the first boss because I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to go out and explore the open world. And the open world is actually, like, really cool. Like, like the story, the cutscene that they play before you start, it's it reeks of Final Fantasy. Oh, I need to find the MacGuffin because these elder rings are broken and this specific race. And then you just start off and it's a Dark Souls game. And so it's like, why'd you get George R. R. Martin to write? Just, I, it doesn't matter. I'm
1: sure it expands. Eventually. It probably does.
2: But as someone who doesn't like that style of like fantasy, um, where it's like, I guess maybe like higher fantasy.
0: High fantasy, that's yeah. what it's called.
2: Yeah. Where I like stuff to be a little bit more grounded. Like Lord of the Rings has some fantasy stuff, but for the most part, it's just some dudes trying to return a ring and the threats are very real, like swords and bows and stuff like that. Um, But when it's like this and it's just it's so heady, I really do not like grasp onto that at all.
1: You mean you can't fully take in lore while also trying to beat insanely hard bosses that you need to calculate all their movements for?
0: True. Yeah, it's bad at the game.
1: Kind of weird. That's why he doesn't like
0: it?
2: I'm I'm usually good at these games. <laughs> I, I I Sekiro also didn't really have a really good story, but it's still one of my favorite games ever because the gameplay rocks, and I think that's gonna be. Like, that's the case with every From Software game. In my opinion, there's going to be the guys who go into the lore and be like, actually, the story's really good if you read all of the codexes. And it's like, I'm not going to do that, you coward. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I just skip the cutscenes and fight the bosses, and it's fun. Um, so we'll see. Um, but I did enjoy the combat. There's actually, like, I didn't expect there to be stealth options, And there isn't really to the extent of Sekiro where, like, that game is the stealth Dark Souls game. This just feels like Dark Souls, but you can crouch now. So they added that from Sekiro. And apparently there's crafting. You might need to beat the first boss to get it. Because I was picking up a (laughs) bunch of materials, and I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. When am I going to be able to... uh, you know, do stuff with it, and in my two and a half hours of playtime, I did not unlock crafting. Um, so, Dang. unfortunate. I'll let you guys know in three weeks when I finally unlock crafting.
0: I hear crafting is like the best mechanic, literally, in the game too. I'm Why sure I really it is. Out.
2: I'm sure it is. You know, crafting was my favorite part of Breath of the Wild, too, except I I hardly ever did it, and I just made the super OP. <laughs> I feel
1: like that's most games. I never craft anything.
2: <laughs> I know. But it's always, like, really ingrained and important, where it's like, you should be crafting, but I'm like, I'm not going to do that. It's never me? interesting. Yeah, I just want to hit things.
0: Make it, like... At most two button hits the craft. Otherwise, it starts getting way too complicated. Yeah, coming. if you gotta go
1: like through the main menu, then go over to the other crafting menu, and then your materials menu is separate, and it's like the whole thing. Minecraft perfected
2: crafting. Yeah, because it's so simple. <laughs> yeah, I I like it when it's like that, you know. And the effects of the crafting are so like concrete, where it isn't just like increase stats. Where it's like that's boring. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna get good at the game. Um, Plus,
0: point one damage. Let's go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can help you bust.
2: I guess the cool thing about crafting in Breath of the Wild is that, like, you could uh, like craft meals that would allow you to explore new areas. So, yeah, like, those are cool. That that's a cool twist where it actually kind of really incentivizes you to experiment and uh, you know try to find the right recipe for the right location that you're in. Um, so I, I do like that, but hard to Pokemon say what crafting's that as like. as well, which is weird. Wait, what was that? Pokemon actually
1: did that too.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> which
1: is strange.
2: Good on you, Pokemon company. Yeah. Pokemans. For once in your life. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't know what crafting's like in Elden Ring. I know it's a thing. Uh, I hope it's a little bit Good. But, you know, probably not. Because it is... This game is Dark Souls. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about about it. It It's
0: literally Dark Souls. It
2: really is. It's Dark Souls with a horse. uh, And it's open world now. Which is really disappointing to me. As someone who really enjoys Sekiro, which is like Dark Souls, but it's really distinct in its combat. um, This game... It's it's the exact same combat from Dark Souls and Bloodborne, um, and it has a lot of the weird. Like I'm probably gonna piss off a bunch of From Software boys, but like oh. the RPG stuff in Dark Souls and Bloodborne is the stuff that I least like. Like I could care less about like grinding, the same enemies for like ten lives, just trying to up my like uh, endurance strats. So, or a stat, so I can hold more things so I'm not fat rolling. And it's like, that stuff is boring and tedious and nobody likes doing it, and if you say you like doing it, then you're a liar. And that's why Sekiro is Okay, so I get great. something. Okay. So
0: how about you like doing it for like the first 20 minutes, because it actually feels that's like it makes I, a yeah. difference. Yeah. But then later on, when it's like, stats are already like 300 or something, it's like I don't care anymore. <laughs> Yeah. I oh, yeah, hope you move, that's all I need.
2: Yeah, I do like it. Like the yeah. first like two hours of every from software game is like mm. great. You know, you're unlocking like new clothes, and the clothes actually like really increase your armor and they also look cool. I guess that's more just the bloodborne. Um and it's like, okay, it's so so cool. I'm unlocking all these new things. And then it just, like, absolutely grinds to a halt when you have to stop and replay areas. And then you die. And then on your way to pick up your souls, you die and lose, like, an hour of progress. And it's like, that's bullshit. (laughs) That really sucks. Um, Again, I keep going back to Sekiro, but I think Sekiro is probably the best from software game because it eliminates all of that. The only thing that you, like gain are, are like skills like skill points and like they help but they aren't like the end-all be-all if you don't unlock a certain skill by the time you get to the final boss that's fine like you can beat the final boss having absolutely zero skills in the skill tree and just being really good at parrying and like knowing when to attack and stuff Um, But in Dark Souls, you have to grind levels and you have to like, like smith your armor and like get the right weapons and try to like make sure that everything is in like that peak performance. And I know that there are some RPG guys out there that absolutely love the minutia and the numbers and the like getting all that stuff to be perfect so that they can like run through a thing. And just like slide through all of these insanely hard bosses and stuff, but that is the stuff that absolutely kills all these games for me. And uh, that Uh, seems to be uh, well, uh, yeah, I don't like like PvP Pokemon, Pokemon. but
1: literally nothing else. Yeah, like competitive Pokemon, I'll nerd out for like a little bit, but then as soon as you get to like breeding for EVs and stuff, like I'm out. I I feel like there's a limit on this stuff. (laughs)
0: The second that you more. build up, like, an incre- actually good, like, EV-I-V team, and then you go on competitive, and some guy with just some, like...
1: Get rolled a by
0: A Charizard, and, like, a request or something. Yeah, it's yeah. The same
1: thing.
2: That's the stuff that I, I do not like. And I don't usually, like... When I've played a Pokemon game, I don't care about the stats at all. I just want to have cute animals fight.
1: No, yeah, when... When you play a mainstream yeah. Pokemon game, it's literally like easy mode, you don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Which is, you know, maybe I should give one of those a shot one day. So they are fun. I I played Y and I liked Y. It was Why fun. Though? I don't know. Someone oh gave it ho. to me. <laughs> I didn't buy it. Someone's just like, I got an extra copy of Y. <laughs> you want it? like, Yeah, sure. I guess.
0: I just want to get an you extra can... copy of wine. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I have no idea. Mm. I didn't ask questions. I just took the free game, which is how you should act, I think. True. Um, so we'll see. Give it a couple weeks. Uh, I'll give my other first impressions of the game. I think I also probably picked the bad class. I picked just like the basic huh? night class.
0: Yeah, you thinking. It's the same
2: I didn't pick the samurai because I'm like, is this just going to be Sekiro? I want to see like what, you know, Elden Ring is. So I picked the Vagabond, which has a cool cape. That <laughs> that was my deciding factor.
1: You should have chose the prisoner with like the freaking
2: weird hat. The pri- Oh, the prison. Yeah. yeah. The, the classes are really cool. Like each yeah. one feels distinct, um, which is really cool because Dark Souls does not have distinct like- classes. Mm -hmm. And I don't think Bloodborne had classes. You could just pick your starting weapons, and I think that was the only distinction. And Sekiro, you just are a guy, and you can't change your armor or weapons at all, which is the right way to do it, in my opinion. But I guess that does limit digital dress-up, which is always my favorite part of every game. Exactly. So (laughs) maybe just add cosmetics and not have it affect stats. Yes. That's that's the absolute like dummy casual talking because I think their core audience absolutely loves this stuff and I am in the minority.
1: So I was surprised to see all the class types and they looked very intricate. So it looked kinda cool.
2: It it's very different. I mean that part is actually cool because, you know, in other in Dark Souls, like there's your melee classes and your, there are your magic classes. And if you pick a magic class, you are stupid. You have to pick a melee class because it's the only way to play it. Um, and like, there are some like mixed ones. Like in dark souls three, I know there's like pyromancer, which is like, you have a sword, but you also have some flame spells in your offhand. And like, that's kind of the extent of how different everything is. But like, you have like different starting levels based on what class you pick in Elden Ring, uh, and if you pick the Wretch, you start at level one uh, instead go. of like level ten. I think the Vagabond started at maybe, or maybe it was eight. I don't remember. Um, but I I would be interested to maybe try a Wretch run one of these days. I I haven't done that in any of the Dark Souls games. Uh, cause it's all that. That's like the staple. There's always like the, I think like in Dark Souls, it's called like, the the damned or, the deserted or something, I don't know, but they added it in Elden Ring, and you just get a club and you're naked. It's kind of funny, well, almost naked, cause, the game's not M <laughs> except it is, but I guess they didn't want to do that. <laughs>
0: So was <laughs> oh, the mod out to actually make them naked out yet? I'm sure I don't, <laughs> I don't know probably somewhere
2: i I hope so, but I'm not gonna be able to do it because I will be playing on the playstation so, okay. I know very unfortunate unless they do okay, add mm-hmm. that as d. l. c I, I can't see Sony green-lighting that. But bringing our
0: fan-made noob character <laughs> mod to the game.
2: For $15. For $15. A small something. You would think. You would think. I don't know if Sony would do that, though, unfortunately. You Microsoft a is a little bit more rock and roll. It.
0: If something like that came out, you know a thousand people at least would buy it? And oh, only sure. 800 of those would be because of a joke.
2: Oh, yeah. No, there's going to be some perverted boys. There. There's a
1: reason why there is a nude mod for every game that has mods.
2: Yes, yeah. of course. And the only one that's funny is Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the OG game that did it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's all I have to say about Elden Ring because I haven't played a whole lot of it. But, nice. Uh, people say it's pretty good. So, probably take their word for it. Um, But we do have some tertiary gaming news. Um, Uh uh, Lego Star Wars officially gone gold this week. So, the delays, uh, you know, it's officially, it's actually coming out in about a month, I guess, of this podcast. uh, April 5th. So, just around the corner. So I guess it's official. It's actually happening. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, And then the other bit of gaming news actually happened today, as of us recording it. Gabe Newell did a little bit of an interview. Uh, Nothing Mm -hmm. big announced. But he he expressed interest in bringing Xbox Game Pass to Steam. So instead of going through the Xbox launcher, you'd be going through Steam. That would be so good. That would be great. So <laughs> good. Yeah. I think the, the question specifically was is Valve planning on making some sort of game pass to yeah, compete with Xbox. And Gabe said, Nope, but we are <laughs> we are looking into getting Xbox Game Pass or I think they said PC Game Pass to be
1: specific. Or be in a Steam Game Pass, like the same ten games, and then like an entire hentai section.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it would be all the Valve games, and then "Sex with Hitler." I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's it.
2: Yeah, which is all the best. I don't know. I, I I think they are running into the same problem we are thinking of what games would be in a Steam Game Pass. So they're like, eh. eh Microsoft seems to have it figured out. I
1: feel like that'd be a publishing nightmare too. Oh for sure. Because they're not like a publisher. They're just a game platform.
2: Well, they used to be a publisher.
1: They used to be, but you know, nobody's gonna pay for a game pass of games that are twelve years old. Yeah.
2: Get get Steam Game Pass so you can play Half-Life 2 Part One.
1: Half of our catalog that's already free to
2: play. That's right. Play <laughs> Team <Yeah>. Fortress Two. <laughs> <They're not laughs> updating it. You can but play it. You can play it. It's already free, but pay us fifteen dollars a month. And we'll nothing. send you a nice letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's actually it in terms of gaming stuff, except Paul's here. And I wanted to ask him about Total War Warhammer 3, which has mixed reviews has, on Steam. So Crazy
0: I looked it up real quick, and I do remember what happened. So basically, uh, who is it? Creative Assembly, that freaking... Yeah, Creative Assembly, the developer... So, especially like after uh, the uh, Three Kingdoms game, where they got the they started going into like the Chinese audience, and, like they got a lot of Chinese audience from it. Oh, and so they were like, "Hey, they don't know about our Warhammer games. Let's uh, let's give them uh, let's give some uh Chinese streamers some uh, keys." And so, believe it or not, no one at Creative Assembly, I guess, knew good Total War Chinese streamers. So they just randomly handed out keys and it ended up causing accidental leaks, non-accidental leaks, and just random, almost non, like just random Chinese people getting free keys for it on Twitch and playing it when like really big actual Chinese streamers that might have wanted it weren't getting it. And so it's, I think I saw something 72% or so. Where is it? 72% of reviews written in Chinese were negative.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. That's a big PR. A big PR nightmare. It also looks like there's some optimization issues just looking through the negative reviews.
0: Yeah, I haven't had any issues personally, but I do have a fairly beefy computer. But I'm guessing Mm -hmm. if you are near the... I mean, it's kind of the same with most Total War games, but if you're near recommended and even slightly above, you'll still have to, like, decrease graphics and stuff a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want, like, straight 60 FPS, even there are slight times where sometimes FPS will drop, but I get pretty straight, like, I don't know about 60, I haven't checked, but it's not an issue for me. Okay. So I think it's just people complaining that their computers are not good enough for a new game that has, like, thousands of little men running around killing each other. And they're complaining their CPU can't handle I don't know. Why can't my 7-year-old 960 handle this <laughs> brand new video
1: game? Let me see what the recommended specs are for it. I'd imagine everything's at least ten series for GPU mm. at this point.
2: Yeah.
0: Processor is an I five and GPU's is sixteen sixty Ti. That's for recommended. Really? No way can okay. you get yeah. you might be able to scratch off high settings with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's not high at all. Okay.
0: Yeah. So that's probably another part of that, but It honestly is a pretty good game. Launch was pretty smooth probably because they let A bunch of streamers, YouTubers, and all that have it, like, a month early and kept getting feedback from that. Mm -hmm. That's one thing Creative Assembly does pretty well. They always give keys, like, a month early, and then they slowly lift embargoes two weeks before release. They really hype it up. And then on release day, everything just goes crazy.
2: That's that's one thing I like that they do. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, you're saying that the game is good.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. It's it's a worthy successor of the second game.
2: Okay. So, all those people leaving negative comments can just die. I hate. Even
0: them. though they're probably seventy percent Chinese, that won't ever even be able to
2: understand us. Yeah.
1: I'll yeah.
2: have you know that our podcast is not shown in China. <laughs> I don't. Well, I mean, it defaulted to that on on Apple yeah, Podcasts, sure. <laughs> so I I left With it defaults off. Defaults to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you probably get claimed like pretty regularly. You would probably, I mean, we would probably get kicked off for saying that the yeah. ending of Fight Club, the uh, the building blows up.
1: I feel like you'd get banned just for saying something in passing that like wouldn't be under their code. I don't know how their censorship.
2: Let's works. see how it works. I don't much care for the Chinese government. Okay, Uh-oh, now we'll see gone. if this ep- <laughs> let's see if this episode gets taken down by Spotify <laughs> or whatever. <laughs>
0: Who, uh, we're on Spotify? Yeah. Yes, sir. Dude, I didn't know that. Was that recent?
2: Um, Since You've Been Gone, my favorite Kelly Clarkson <laughs> song. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, we're, uh, we're on everything. Anywhere where podcasts are sold. So, Plug in our own show. I know. Let's go. Well, some people still watch us on YouTube, so true. move over if you haven't. Or, or stay here. I don't okay. care. Yeah, okay. uh, but yeah, that's it for gaming. Let's do onto the music section.
1: Should we just start with the Super Bowl? So yeah, we can, can talk again?
2: about the Super Bowl. Yeah, because
1: otherwise I'll forget it again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when was the Super Bowl? Was that... Uh, February
2: 18th. No. No, February 13th. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, halftime show. Um, I thought it was very good. I don't yes. know. I would put it pretty high in recent years. I think the weekends matches this one, if not a little bit better than this one.
2: I think the weekend um, is better. I but think the, he had like a whole stadium. And yeah. It was a big my main show. complaint
1: is that there was too many artists. Um, yeah. And too little time. I think they should have
2: gave more time. Yes, I agree.
1: Um, but stage design and everything really cool. The cameras freaked me out because they looked really weird. They looked like it was fake almost.
2: The cameras? Um, whatever they were
1: doing with those cameras. Oh. It was weird. It's like everything had, there was no, there was like a, a rack focus, but the background still had the same, like, frame rate as everything else, and it was very smooth and it looked really weird.
2: Oh. I haven't gone back like and TV. watched it since it was yeah, live. I just
1: remember, like, remembering it was, like, really weird to look at. Oh. But. Um, I think Snoop Dogg was the main highlight for me. Yes, that, I would agree. That man kills it. Um, he's still got it. I don't it. know how he raps like this still. He still <laughs> got
2: it. Cause he's high. He's like
1: so nonchalant he's about it. out. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Does his whole verse. Great breath control. Mm-hmm. Like without even skipping a beat. Um,
2: And he's still like there. bopping out. He's like yeah. getting groovy. Yeah, yeah I Crazy love Snoop. Stuff.
1: Yeah. Um, but did pretty good. I think Fifty Cent got a little bit too much time. I would Just agree. Just like when you market, when you market like the main five as your thing, and then have Fifty Cent have more of a portion than yeah. Eminem and Kendrick Lamar, it's yeah. kind of strange. It was um, a weird, a
2: weird choice.
1: Yeah. I I don't know why that decision was made, but I enjoyed 50's performance. I think he I did, did well. Saw a little winded, but he was also mm-hmm. hanging he upside down. He was upside down. down.
2: <laughs>
1: so that's, I'm not going to put that against him.
2: I would say that um, maybe if you are going to, like, have some surprise guests, then, like, maybe split 50's time between him and Anderson, because Anderson's just there.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he doesn't Or, really do like, anything. if you're going to do that and have surprise guests, I would have them rather, like, be in songs that they're featured on.
2: True. Yeah, then, that's like, a good
1: point. That's a nice tie-in there mm. instead of just having their own block of time. Yeah, that's that's um, a good point. That's why, like, I'm surprised they didn't do Compton. Uh,
2: mm. Oh, yeah.
1: Good kid, because that would have been a good tie-in there.
2: And it would have been there good just wasn't to a lot represent of interplay
1: West Coast. Besides, yeah. yeah. There just wasn't a lot of interplay. Like, when you have Dr. Dre and Snoop, that was, like, kind of the only, Yeah, like, it was
2: still Dre. mingling
1: of trading versus, which was great.
2: I did like um, that, yeah.
1: But I would have liked to seen more since a lot of those artists have songs with each other. I think all of those artists on stage have <laughs> songs with each other.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Dre's I think, like with all yeah, of them. every single person on that stage. So I'm looking at Kendrick specifically. He has a feature from every single person that was on that stage minus fifty cent. That includes Anderson Pack and Eminem yeah, and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Mary J. Blige.
2: What was on so, Mary what was Mary J. Blige on?
1: Uh, she's on a Good Kid, Mad City bonus track. Oh, um,
2: oh, right. Which
1: I'm surprised they didn't do because that song is completely clean. So you could have just performed that without having to make a clean version of it. That's true. Um, which is a little strange. But I, it's also I, not a very popular song, so I can no. see why they didn't do that.
2: Well, he did an untitled song, didn't he?
1: He like flipped an untitled flow and did like a freestyle, which was really cool.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: I like the use of the Mad City I, I thought he was just going to do humble, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely um, a lot more surprised and happy that he he started with Mad City. Um, yeah, went into All Right. All Right was pretty great.
2: They, um, they made him censor Popo.
1: They did make him censor
2: Popo, <laughs> uh, or he just really perfect. conveniently decided to take a break.
1: Or a breath, right there. No, I think <laughs> NFL's like cut that one. <laughs>
2: well, they didn't, they didn't want Eminem to kneel, so I would see why they would be like, nah, don't yeah. see Popo.
1: Yeah, but like Eminem kneeling, you can't cut off of screens. Like you can easily censor a line if it yeah, goes that's through, true. That's
2: I I, I didn't even notice Eminem kneeling. I was too focused on Dre playing the piano.
1: Yeah, that's that. I didn't notice it either. Yeah, but, I mean Eminem does stuff like that. And yeah, uh, good on him. Good um, for Eminem. I do think Eminem had the worst performance. He, I, I mean, it was I, there's fine. There's just something about it. It was okay, but like compared to everybody else, he just he didn't do his whole verse. He had to take a lot of breaths. Mm-hmm. Coming from the supposed, supposed rap god, he didn't have very good breath control, well, and he yeah. wasn't even really dancing or anything. He just had his hoodie on, looking like the same person every <laughs> single time he's out on camera,
2: <laughs> looking like eight years. mile. Yeah,
1: yeah, um, and he. I don't know. I just wasn't very impressed by Eminem, even though he was playing the hits. Um, yeah.
2: Which is surprising because Dre is the, is. the worst performer, I think, uh, of those five. I think he did five. pretty well.
1: I, no, just in general.
2: Good life. In general? Okay, yeah. yeah. Although I don't, I don't know. Really I think like I go
1: sleep and then Kendrick and then yes. Mary J. Blige if I'm going in terms of like who I liked the best.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I think. But. Yeah. I don't know. I, I liked it overall.
2: No, no, I did too. I, I went back and watched the weekend one because I hadn't. Seen the weekend one before, the Super Bowl, and I was like, "Yeah, I should probably watch it because I really like the weekend, and I, I don't really have a reason for not seeing it." And I was like, "Wow, that was, that was really cool," but, yeah. but I don't know yeah, if we're ever gonna get anything like too. that again. Yeah, probably
1: mm-hmm. not, just because it was the COVID year. So yeah, like the whole stadium. stadium. You Get the whole stadium. He's got the stands like in its own thing. Mm. He was in his After Hours mode, so we had all of the themed, <laughs> and it was really, really great.
2: Yeah, it was great.
1: Um, um, but so. this one's still pretty good. I, I really like this one. I'm interested to see what they do after this.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Well, this it was nice because this one was in L.A., so you get all the West Coast people and yeah. m m Plus M&M, plus 50 Cent. Plus, oh, yeah. <laughs> well Mostly West Coast people. Yeah. Uh, but this, isn't this neck next one in Minnesota? I think so. So it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to get Prince? I've prints? lost
1: track of, like, where it's going. But th- this is, like, the only time they've done, like, a... Like, a Let's Get Artists from the city. That's true.
2: I, think I they do like that,
1: though. Because there's so many artists from L.A.
2: I like that idea, though, of getting artists yeah. from the city. Like, with Atlanta, get uh, Andre.
1: Well, Atlanta, you can get... Literally <laughs> you could do the same thing in Atlanta and have, like... A hundred people. Yeah, that's true. And they would all be great. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see. I don't think they'll do hip-hop again, just knowing the NFL.
2: No, um,
1: probably not. But we'll see.
2: Where's the next? Let me see. Uh, Allegiant Stadium. Las Vegas? Oh, Silk Sound oh, Residency. Wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is 2024. Where will 2023 be? Arizona. State Arizona. Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona.
1: Yeah, I have no idea.
2: Yeah, no, I don't know what you do there.
1: They'll figure it out. I, I'm guessing it's not going to be hip hop, though. We'll see where they take it.
2: It'll probably be uh, Adele.
1: I don't know if you. Uh, <laughs> it'd be so weird. The hype is sports event, and you just get some Adele songs.
2: Yeah, I don't Which know. Which would be
1: good, but like, it wouldn't be
2: good at all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll see what they do. We'll see when it's announced uh, six months from now.
1: Yeah, good show. I, I think Super Bowl's got a good track record of mm-hmm. performances the past couple years here.
2: Yeah, recently here. Yeah. yeah. I think it was they a big they did a, a big nosedive with uh, yeah. Maroon 5 and Travis Scott. Yeah, that was a low point. And then, and then it was like the one with J-Lo and Shakira was fine, but it wasn't like crazy. I like crazy. that one.
1: It was definitely a huge like uptick compared to. I the mean,
2: last compared year. to the last one, yeah. yeah. But like,
1: and then you have a weekend. Then in this you have one, the weekend. So, like, in the bar is pretty high now.
2: Yeah. They're gonna have to bring in like someone crazy, like I feel like
1: Michael yeah, Jackson
2: know. hologram. Michael Jackson and Tupac hologram. <laughs> that would <in their laughs> be so sick. Be so cool. I'm surprised they didn't bring Tupac hologram to this Super Bowl.
1: I was expecting it.
2: <laughs> you were. <laughs> Yeah, If they're going to do Surprise Guest, Surprise Tupac.
1: I mean, you did, they did California Love, which is a Tupac song. That's true. They, they did do up.
2: that. Okay. It made me like second guess. I'm like, wait, this is a Tupac song, isn't it? Yeah. Why are they doing it? Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see. Good show. Jolly good show. Good show. I liked it. Uh, Okay.
1: Where do I start this week? I have a lot of things.
2: So. Talk about Donda 2. Do
1: you want to start there? Okay, we I don't start
2: know. There. I just this is the only um, thing I know you're going to talk about.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's start with Donda Two. Okay, yeah, that'll be a good upswing
2: after. Is okay. I Donda do have to two. talk about weekend too. I don't know where you want to put that
1: sequence. We that, can put that will. after this. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, yeah, Donna Two, the quote-unquote experience, I think, is what he called it. Uh, it was on oh. tuesday the 22nd of february Two 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 two. tuesday if you will
2: yeah
1: um it was i liked i really liked the stage direction first off uh they took the donda to house um post burning so it's all charred and stuff mm. they had actual like fire effects coming out of the windows and stuff it looked really really cool it's pretty um, epic and then Surrounding it was like a shallow pool of like water, so you'd have like the water reflections and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I think I like the stage setup more than the Chicago one. It looks very cool.
2: Yeah,
1: um, that's probably why he's been wearing those freaking boots that go up to your knees—the waterproof boots. <laughs> it's like, I can go through this, this little bit of water and not get wet.
2: Yeah, probably.
1: Um, show started two and a half hours late, so typical. Typical. Uh, songs are not finished. Um, Typical. Some of them sounded more done than others, but he went with the all the features are finalized routes, and I don't have my versus laid out route. Oh, so there was some mumbling, um, okay, which we saw in listening party yeah. one for Donda. Um, but I think production wise and stuff, I'm liking it, it's just not there yet, and I'm not seeing the vision at all here. Um,
2: who's he got on it?
1: We got. We got Migos, we got Baby Keem, we got Playboy Cardi, we got Future three times. Oh, good. Uh, XXX Tentacion twice. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, both pretty good features. They dug up some really dug good up. demos.
2: It's probably uh, from his last posthumous record. <laughs> I don't know at this point. <laughs> the
1: family's been them constantly. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know how kind found two that haven't been used yet in That's pretty good kind condition. Kind of crazy. Um, but they sounded good. Uh, what else we got? Don Tolliver's back. Um, the, the, the bootleg I downloaded don't have features listed, so this is hard to go uh-huh. off of. But uh, there's some interesting samples, but I'll talk about that once we get to the actual music okay. portion. Um, but performance was going well, uh, or the listening party was going well, I should say. Um, he included easy, uh, diet coke and city of gods and the listening party portion which is a game song a push T song and a 5 four foreign song so i don't know why he thought he needed to fill space by playing those songs that he produced but he had to fill time yeah because the album obviously wasn't done there's supposed to be 22 tracks and he played 16 and then then, filled it with other features yeah um to, I don't know why he needed to fill time. It's his own performance. Um, but then the the concert part portion of Donda One started, oh. um, which might be the worst thing I've ever heard.
2: <laughs> really?
1: And it was hilarious and sad at the same time. Uh, audio engineers majorly messed that up, like oh. big time. <laughs> it was working fine for a while. Oh yeah, Jack Harlow is another feature because Jack Harlow was rapping his verse. Right. Um, most other feature artists just came on and like kind of let the song play. Yeah. Jack Harlow rapped over his and did pretty well. Um, but that went downhill. I think your monitors were like off beat. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened in the engineering room, but I don't know how you can mess up that bad. Um, but I think the most hilarious part of it is like having jail start and having Marilyn Manson, and the baby come out and then just like having your entire set just crumble before your eyes. Uh, oh. It was both the best and worst thing possible. The best is, like, it's, like, instant karmas. Just Marilyn Manson comes out, and you do the whole <laughs> stupid PR stunt again. It okay. just completely collapses.
2: So that wasn't in, the, like, the house wasn't supposed to fall down?
1: No, no. The house was fine. It's oh. just everything else fell apart. Oh. Uh, they came out. The beat was going. Uh, the ear monitors were completely messed off, so everybody was off beat um, and eventually stopped. I don't know if they were running this thing on a stem player because... The baby's verse was offbeat like the recorded verse was offbeat huh which I don't know how that happens I don't know why you're isolating tracks like that during a live performance I feel like if you have a backtracking going you can control that easily but I don't know how you even make that offbeat it sounded really horrible Mm. Uh, it was it was really funny um So they were all just standing there awkwardly because nothing was working. The instrumental was just playing and Marilyn Manson's ad-libs for the chorus would play every once in a while. And that was it. And they were just standing there. Um, And that, So they kept sprinkling in new songs with, like, performances of Donda 1 songs and all the Donda 1 songs were horrible. Because nobody, like, had their earpieces synced up. And I don't know why they didn't just decide to play, like, the recordings of it instead of, like keep trying to perform and fail these things. I but don't know. It was really awful. Um, but also funny. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it, was just, it was really strange. Um, but the, the show ended early. I don't know if it was early. Connie just kind of threw his mic off and ran away. Oh. Um, probably because he was mad that his audio engineers like bombed his whole set. Probably. Uh, which I would be too. Because that's pretty embarrassing when you have like one of the best set designs. And then yeah. that just happens. It makes you look like an absolute clown more than you already look like a clown. Uh, yeah. But it ended with uh, off the grid, like the big finale, mm-hmm. and it completely flopped. But Playboy Cardi came out there screaming in Joker makeup, and that was
2: <laughs> really. Like, yeah, <laughs> I need uh, to look up a picture of that. This. Got his
1: Jeff Hardy Joker cosplay on, um, killing it, just screaming, uh, randomly. It seems. <laughs> <laughs> and then that was it um yeah so I, I think like the listening party part went fine and then it just kind of collapsed when it went to the concert performance yeah which i have to question why you even need a Donda one concert performance like attached to your listening party like why even do that we've already heard this three times in Good different listening parties we don't we don't need to hear you perform it, especially after you did that concert with drake and like you performed physically there, like, actually doing verses and stuff, and that turned out fantastic. Yeah. I don't see the need to do it here. Um, especially, like, sprinkling a new material randomly against Dawn to One material, so you would go from doing a concert portion to, like, back into a listening party. It made no sense. Oh, that's weird. It felt rushed. Um, yeah. Everybody kind of looked like they didn't really know what was happening. So, probably, like... Uh, it's not as if it wasn't a good listening party in general. Um, oh. But the album did come out. Uh, oh, it did? I, it did. How have not heard it about the this? Stem site. He uploaded four songs first.
2: Oh.
1: Um, and then the rest of them started pouring in like 24 hours later. So there's 16 tracks. Um, okay. These are the same ones as the listening party. So there's a lot of mumble, a lot of unfinished oh, verses. No. Um, I think he just did this so he didn't get sued for telling people to buy a stem player to listen to the album. Like that's that's my main hypothesis even he's... though i know what his plan is he's this is what he wanted to do with Donda one is he wanted to upload the versions to the stem player mm-hmm. and then update them on the next listening party with the new versions and then update them again until he's happy with them that's what his plan's been probably since 2016 that's probably why the stem player exists to be to like to begin with besides like it being very innovative and easy for people to rip stems and create new things with it mm-hmm. i think this was his whole vision with this um But your vision kind of collapses if the music isn't good. Yes. Uh, And, like, even with Donda 1, after listening to Party 1, I could see the vision there. I could see track listing working very well. I could see a thematic story. I could see, like, okay, this can be improved upon a lot, and I'm going to really like it it, when it's done. And I did. It felt like an actual journey. This feels like you're just uploading half-finished demos just so you don't get, like persecuted for making people buy a $200 Tamagotchi <laughs> to play your album that is like hardly finished. It's but definitely going in his Joker arc. He's in a Divorced Dad Joker arc. Yeah. Um, which doesn't make for the best music as of this point. No. Um, but there are highlights. Uh, there, there's The beats are really cool. Um, the album starts a very ambient and kind of experimental it's very uh kind of dawn fm-ish where it's very drawn out with these like these kind of dance like beats almost Mm -hmm. um very airy which i like um but then track listening makes zero sense after track three it goes into like a really weird trap song and then back into like this kind of like depressing drawn out like synth heavy stuff and then back into like just a really hard-hitting trap song
2: Mm -hmm. the
1: sequencing makes absolutely zero sense I don't understand how this is even a Donda album. There's no mention of any of that. I feel like he's just calling it Donda 2 because it fits the same kind of styling as the first one. Um, Like production wise. But I don't understand making a sequel to your mom's album and then having it be 0% about your mom and 50% about your divorce and how much you hate Pete Davidson. I don't understand. (laughs) It's really strange. Dude's going through, like, a high school-level breakup mentality. It's really strange.
2: Kanye Um, sucks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Features outperforming on pretty much every track. Um, Yeah, I'll say every track, I think. Uh, City of Gods is on the album, which is weird, since it's a five-year song, and Kanye even mentions in his feature that, like, this is the feature of the year. Yeah. like, you know, insinuating that it's not his song. Mm. But it's on the album for some reason. Um, it fits, like, the, the Donda aesthetic, I guess. Um, but Flowers was really good. Uh, Security's really good. It's got, like, a comically evil beat that I really like. Mm. Um, it's just, like, one of those villain themes that are just so over the top. Um, that's, that's the divorced Dad, like, anger stuff I wanted right there. And that one worked well. It's ridiculous. It's, like, he's his style over the top and, like, kind of funny, but also, like, mad. Um, mm. That's what I wanted. Yeah. I I don't know. There's definitely hope for this. Uh, I'm not seeing how you fix this sequencing-wise or how you make, like, a compelling story or narrative out of this. I'm sure he'll find a way, possibly. But in his headspace right now, I'm not seeing how this project even becomes one that, like, can even stand next to the original Donda since that is one of his best albums in, like, past I don't know, ten years. Mm. Um, but he also did some weird samples which are kinda of funny and also head scratching. Uh, he sampled Kamala Harris saying we did it, Joe. Um, uh, yeah, I um, did hear about that. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> I like that song too. And then they kinda of, I don't know, that sample's really weird. Um he also sampled Kim Kardashian on the song where he talks about the oh. divorce, which is like you don't need to do that. I understand what the song is about, and that is one of the best songs, but I wish he'd take that sample off because it just feels tacky. Yeah, that's lame. Like, you're, you're overselling it. I already know what the song's about. I mean, anybody with ears will know what the song is about. Um, he also did a George Clinton sample on Keep It Burning, which wasn't in the listening party, but I do like that song. It was very unfinished. That's why it wasn't in the listening party. It's, like, incredibly bare bones, but that's one... That gave me like an original Donda feeling where I'm like, with a little bit more work, this song's gonna be absolutely amazing. Um, but he used the George Clinton sample that I think Flying Lotus used the same sample on one of his albums because it's not familiar. Mm. Um, so that one's pretty good. But I, I don't know. I, my, I predicted this will be the worst one since Jesus is King. Right now, it's there. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Um, I, now that I think about it, I don't know how Jesus is King got released in that state. It's so horrible. It's bad. Like, compared to everything else he's put out. And if this is a first version and it's still better than Jesus is King, I don't know what went wrong there. Um,
2: I'm surprised he didn't, like, Pablo an it and, like, alter it after the fact. Like, he should have done that's, that. Yeah, that's surprising. He was
1: still kind of on his, like, your seven songs. It's yeah. out. Kind of arc.
2: it was Jesus is uh, King only seven songs? I think it was nine or something. Oh, because like a lot of the songs are really songs. short. Yeah. There's well, eleven seven songs, songs, and that
1: was like the same thing. There's eleven. Yeah. Oh, there's an intro and an outro though, which are kind of just gospel cuts, I, I, I
2: guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, wow, I really forgot about that. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um. But I don't know. There's there's potential here. There's potential. Well, my 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 favorite song, Kanye doesn't even have a first son, so.
2: Wow, well, that's got, about it's got right.
1: baby Kim and Migos on it, and it's really good.
2: Well, that um, sounds like a fun group if they're given good it the really performances. Is. It's
1: a fun group, and there's there's some horns on it, and it's pretty good. Okay. Um, issue is he's censoring stuff again, though, uh, and the features to uncensored verses. So
2: the listening
1: party <laughs> version of that song is really good because you get the full verse without censoring, and then the album cuts like, we're going to censor this and completely like ruin the momentum. Why? Um,
2: Why does he keep so doing I, this?
1: I don't know. This is your Divorce Dad arc album, and the album doesn't speak of your mom at all. Just uncensor it, please.
2: Or don't even call it Donda. Like if it's not yeah, going to be related to like your mom at all, then why? No,
1: the only way it's related is the aesthetic. Yeah. But the actual content of the record does not match it at all. The original Donda was in a indirect, direct way uh, surrounded around that theme. This one, I don't see it at all. This one, I see is a divorced dad arc. I'm losing my way. Which yeah. is, you know, what I'm getting here. But yeah we'll see he Very hasn't lame. talked about what's coming next I, if this is the final product i'm gonna call worse than jesus is king just because there's more potential here yeah um i doubt it i this i doubt this is the final product yeah. i'll be interested to see i'm not following it too closely just because i'm not seeing the the spark mm-hmm. of the original donda like i saw on that album and that rollout maybe i'm just sick of having to wait two weeks for another listening party and an album not to drop yeah um Maybe space it out like five years between doing antics like that. Maybe just drop a regular album for once. <laughs> just once. <laughs> Got to break it up.
2: Yeah. Um, I would rather him pull a Kendrick and just disappear for a minute and then come yeah. back. Well, that's what I loved about Holy. that.
1: Like he, he sat down. He really went to work on it. Yeah. He had this whole process planned out. He didn't speak up or say anything. He just yeah. let the music speak for itself. This one is the exact opposite.
2: It was nice not to have like a heavy handed, like controversy where he's just like, I exactly. hate black people. And then people are like, can you it's believe like- that Kanye said he ate black people? <laughs> it was like, here's the music. We have a little Marilyn Manson. Yeah. The Marilyn situation.
1: Manson. Other than thing. that, it yeah. was pretty, you know, safe. Yeah. Um, and turned out really well, but we'll see. I'm looking forward to five years album next month. Cause that's produced by Kanye. And, uh, that'll probably be better I think than... that one's going to be really well. Yeah, uh, really well received, and I'm very excited for that one. But enough of Donda 2. I, th- I hate Donda 2. I'm not going to spend my mm-hmm. life looking at that too much uh, plus the 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 rip that I got that you can hear a compression in the MP3. It's going to be hard to get lossless quality. This is a really stupid move to do the sim player thing. Um,
2: I at thought least it was on the website.
1: Service. I, it is, but you have to connect your stem player.
2: Oh, oh, So
1: it's available, but it's not unless it's physically recognized by your computer. Someone oh. did make, like, a, a GitHub app where it's like, tricks the site into thinking you have a stem player. Um, so I might do that because I'd, like, lossless quality. Mm. It's kind of hard hearing MP3s that sound like they were mastered in 2012. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, Yeesh. we'll see. Uh, weekend next. i we'll to talk about the weekend. to talk about the
2: weekend. Yeah. I guess speaking of a good, this is a good performance. This isn't yes. like a listening party. Um, so The weekend, uh has the worst timing ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, he's been talking about this uh, this thing he's doing with Amazon. Uh, the Dawn FM experience. This is tying in with his new album. Um, and literally like a couple hours after Russia attacks Ukraine, the weekend sends out a tweet in all caps, just saying "Let's go," referring to his new project that is going to be yeah. dropping the next day.
1: He also he also did the thing where he's like, "Look out for tomorrow" and like the world thing, <laughs> speaking because he was going to do two dates the
2: next day. Oh no! I really bad. <laughs>
1: I feel really bad. For him.
2: Yeah, that was the, it's just so funny. Because, like, all of the comments are like, um, sweetie, you need to Sweet. change this. I was like, okay. It, you, he obviously is not, like, rooting. <laughs> like, it's no, not yeah, what I'm he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the experience came out on today, uh, Saturday, yes. the 26th. Um, it came out. It's uh, about half an hour long. I didn't really know exactly what it was going to be. Uh, he wasn't really clear on it, um, but it is just a like straight up performance of most of the songs on the album. Um, obviously, you can't do, you know, all of them through the whole thing; otherwise, that would be an hour long. Um, but it's thirty minutes. Uh, he doesn't do either of the songs, so uh, so he doesn't do the Tyler song or the Lil Wayne song. I guess they just cut. Both of those, uh, doesn't even do his verse, but he does most of the other songs on there. Uh, and for the most part, it all just takes place in like one room, and it's just like him and a bunch of dancers. Um, but the set design is like really cool, it's like almost like Blade Runner, where it's like, or like a Robocop or something, where it's like,
1: I'm guessing it matches like the Amazon. Uh, listening party the night it came out where it's kind of like it's got those neon elements but it's very like basic
2: i don't know if i would necessarily say like neon it's it's like it's like future like sci-fi stuff but it's like really dingy and dark and industrial yeah yeah. Yeah, that matches yeah i i didn't see like the only lighting throughout the whole thing there's like just like (laughs) led like light strips on the top and then like they have this like industrial like vent fan behind oh it's like 101 i, I don't remember his name one oh tricks point never one oh tricks point never it's an awful i know <laughs> but he's there and he's like mixing and playing the sense live uh, and they have like a big fan that has like the light shooting in through the back so and and there's like some smoke so like you can see it it's like really cool um, so it's like very minimalist in terms of like set design, but like all of the people who are dancing are wearing like, like, I guess like Mad Max style outfits and they're just like dancing along and he's in his like old man makeup, which looks really cool. Like it looks really good. Like his hands and stuff look like really wrinkled. Yeah, I think they and, wear the same kind of outfits in the take my breath video. See, I, I haven't seen any of the music videos. I, I'm a coward, but I did watch this today because um, I That's wanted to true, talk about see it on it. the <laughs> podcast. Um, but, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, it isn't just like a listening party. He's actually, like, performing. Mm-hmm. Like, he does have, like, some... Sometimes he has, like, the backing, like, the back tracks. I don't know what you call them. Uh, but, you know, like, where it will have his, like, melody going, and then he just kind of, like, riffs and just, like, vocalizes along. Which I really enjoy. Yeah, Yeah, I I really like like that because he's such a talented vocalist. Just hearing him go off and do his own thing is really cool. Um, But you know, it's it's pretty good. I would I would recommend it. It's a good weekend performance, um, and it's free on Amazon Prime. So you know, might as well if you're paying money to Jeff Bezos, then you can at least get a weekend performance out of the whole shindig. True. So, yeah, I don't know. There's not, like, a whole lot to talk about. It's just a good performance. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested to see what he does for tour since After Hours and Don FM have two very different, like, uh, aesthetic. Like, I'm v- like actual, like, looking aesthetic-wise.
2: Yeah, we'll very have to see. To it's going to have blue. to do some, like, show stuff.
1: Warmly cool stuff, yeah. I'll I wonder
2: know. if he's going to do, like, Act 1 and then Interlude and then Don FM I would stuff. imagine
1: so, Yeah. yeah. Not interlude set design and that kind of thing. I I think will be very cool. I Um, agree.
2: I'm very excited. He's got big
1: plans for that.
2: We are going to go see that. Right?
1: Okay. Yeah. As long as we can get tickets,
2: (laughs) we got the priority.
1: We do have priority, so we should be fine. So
2: we should be good. We'll have to see. Priority gang. Yeah, because he we had tickets to see him already, and then he canceled it because he wanted to do both albums in the same tour. And he wanted to do stadiums only. Right? Like, that was the, his reason. Yeah.
1: And the States. tickets weren't selling that well. Like, we got tickets, like, way after the tour dates were
2: announced. And, like, nobody was talking about it. So. Well, yeah, because After Hours had been out for a really long time. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't hot. So. Now he's hot.
1: He was. He was just, like, they didn't market it at all. It was kind of like if it was even happening or not, it was kind of up in the air. True. Um,
2: I, yeah, I guess COVID stuff. Now yeah. it's less of a thing. The yeah. Day.
1: Yeah, but that that should be good. Um I have a lot to talk about still. Uh keep let's talking. keep in performance zone then. Uh I saw Tyler the Creator um on the Call yeah. Me if You Get Lost tour this week. Um which was an amazing show. Uh Was it better or worse than Lucy Dacus? I don't even know if you can compare the <laughs> two. <laughs> one had a uh, one had a boat that would move physically through the crowd and one was like a couch, she like chill sleeping. lounge show. So, I mean, Lucy's was still very good, but like, you know, this is a much bigger budget, like uh, Travis Scott Astral World style, like,
2: well, or maybe I don't view. compare it to that.
1: Well, not <laughs> festival, the physical <laughs> Astral World Tour. <laughs> okay. The physical Astral World <laughs> Tour had a roller coaster.
2: Oh, um, that's fun. Could yeah. you ride it? Uh yes. Oh wow. Nice.
1: Yeah. it's pretty fun. But that's different from the festival. The festivals are, are all that. Yeah, yeah, um <laughs> yeah. But this was uh I think like a four hour concert. It was a very long show. We got there we got there at six. The show started at seven and we got out about like eleven fifteen. Wow. Um so it was a very long concert. We got mm. in the merch line right away. So
2: did you Easy get golf wang?
1: I did get a golf wang hat. Um, there you go. <laughs> so, well, we're chilling. Um, but we had some openers, Tizo Touchdown, Vince Staples, and Kelly Uchis. Uh, they all had their own stage setup. Um, oh. They each got, like, 20 or 30 minutes, too, which is longer than most opening acts get. Yeah, that's so pretty good. He really actually, like, let them go, which is good because they're all, like, artists that have, besides Tizo, like, pretty thought-out catalogs at this point. So, it'd be kind of weird to cut it short. Um, yeah. But Tizo doesn't have an album out yet, but he was playing through some of his hits. Uh, he's got this, like, Home Depot, like, uh, <laughs> Home Improvement kind of, like, aesthetic going through the new album. So he had, like, a... He did, like, a uh, Home Improvement skit, kind of, for his oh, whole yeah. thing. Um, which is kind get, of cool.
2: Uh, Tizo's he
1: get He got, like, he got a Tim Allen-like character to be, like, his co-host. So they were kind of going back and forth.
2: That's um, kind of fun.
1: So it was pretty cool. Uh, he's, he's a very interesting artist i'm not too keen on his music yet he's got a lot of room to grow but like in terms of creativity he's definitely there um yeah i think a little mentoring and he'll be he'll be a big thing I've, I've kind of put him in this Lil Nas X territory um mm. like pre-seven sure. he's kind of got like that novelty thing going but like once he really nails it down he'll be like really set because he's got a really great voice and he sounds pretty good live mm-hmm. um that part was a cool uh Vince Staples was next. Vince Staples was amazing. Uh, That's what I was looking forward to the most, besides the main event. Um, The stage was laid out like it's a runway thing. I think that's how they do it in most arenas. So, like, you have room to go. Um, Batiza was on the main stage. Uh, Vince was on the opposite side. So, he was pretty close to us. Mm -hmm. He was just on top of, like, a kind of like the roof of a greenhouse looking thing where there's, like, those panel windows. Oh, yeah. but there was smoke machines and lights underneath him and on top of him. Um, so it was like kind of a light show kind of, and he was just on top of it, which was really cool. But he was really close to us. He, His self-titled album is so short, it's like 25 minutes, that he was able to play through the whole thing, plus oh. get like four or five more songs out of it. So That's cool. Um,
2: I know you really like good. that album.
1: Yes, that album is fantastic. Um, and the new one's coming out in April, I believe, which is like the sister album to that one. So that's going to oh. be very good as well. But he went through all that; it was awesome. Uh, He played some of the hits from his last albums, which go a lot harder, Um, like the new album, Um, and that did really well. I'm very surprised by his breath control; he did not miss a beat. Um, It's always a hit or miss when you're going to rap shows. Mm -hmm. Like if the backtracking is going to do more of the work than the artist or whatever, but zero backtracking; he did all of it, Uh, didn't miss anything, and he did it for 35 to 40 minutes. So there you go,
2: Madonna And Staples.
1: Yes. I would definitely pay to see a show of him, like, as the headline. Um, but he did really good. Uh, Uchis probably had the most fans out of Vote Opener. Uh, people went absolutely insane for her. Um, which I kind of expected, but kind of not. I expected Vince Staples to get more of a pull, but I also know that Vince Staples isn't, like... He's a mainstream artist, but he's not, like, someone that pulls as many people. Yeah. Um, but Uchis had a, a giant screen and choreographed dancers for her opening opening set (laughs) um these are opening sets and they have like very specific like hammered down like visuals and everything to go along with it um which was really good um i don't really know a lot of her solo music i just know her feature things um Mm. but she's a very good singer uh set was pretty good i don't really i can't pick out songs because i didn't really know them it's hard to if you're at live shows and you hear new songs that you've ever heard, you don't remember them. Yeah, um, It's just kind of part of the experience. But she had a very fluid set, so there's a lot of, like, very cool synth outros and things that'll flow into each other, so it's a very seamless thing. Um, that was really good. But that was good. Uh, then there was, like, 30 minutes of setup for Tyler's. Mm-hmm. It's a very intricate uh, set. Um, but it started... Uh, he rose out out of the ground in a Rolls Royce, the same oh. one from, like, the Lumberjack video oh, or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it physically came out of the ground. Um, he There was, like, a giant screen that rose up, and, like, the physical, like, he had a whole set of a physical house that you could walk on and in and up the stairs and everything. <laughs> um, so there was that. He played through, like, first five or six on Call Me If You Get Lost. They all kind of flow into each other. Especially with, like, the features, you can go through a lot of those because the features weren't there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were all awesome. The, those mixes sound so much better in person. That's one of those where it's, like, you have a mixtape feel in your album, so it sounds so good, like, played blown out through speakers. Yeah. Um, the whole arena was kind of shaking just because, like, the mix on that was so good. Um like feel the bass and everything you could we were like on the top row so you could hear chairs behind us rattling or like propped against the wall and stuff (laughs) um but he also performs very well i again he's got like a whole choreographed set down where he's walking around up down the house and he's still rapping all his verses um then a boat comes out from the ground uh and there's a physical boat that like goes from one end of the arena to the other oh uh between the crowd so he was literally on the boat doing his set. Um, he did What's Your Name on there. And then, like, whatever that long reggae song is. I forgot the name of it. Um, but he did those on there. He kept in Young Boys' feature, which was good. Uh, some of the features he kept in, because then the crowd would just do the whole feature. Yeah, there you um, go. Which is good. For the good ones. He did that with Cardi too. So Perfect. <laughs> you, you got it. It's, it's good features. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the boat was super cool. And then the other end of the arena was like a safari. So there was like grass in the ground and the whole lights show and everything. Um, Played through a lot of Flower Boy stuff. He did a uh, medley of all pre-2017 stuff. Um, So he didn't like take time for each song. He like combined them all into a mashup, Mm -hmm. uh, which was really, really good. He did some like 2011 stuff. I think he went from one point from like... He did She with Frank Ocean, into Yonkers, and then into Bimmer, which is like an insane three set to go like back to back. (laughs) And he made them all transition into each other. Um, He did a lot of like making bridges to go between sections because, I mean, Tyler loves making bridges. That's what he does the best. Uh, The man will make a bridge with a piano and a synth like on any song that he can make. Um, So he did stuff specifically for that for live shows which was really great. Um, then he did some Igor stuff, and Igor stuff is, like, the best stuff. It's the best album. Um, really, really great stuff there. Uh, he did Who Dat Boy, which was really, really good. Um, so they, they did the of Rocky feature, but they... So the house has windows, so they had him record, like, uh, his performance in the window,
2: mm. and
1: they silhouetted it, so it seemed like he was actually there doing his verse. Oh, um, And he would, like, switch windows in the house and stuff.
2: That's cool. cool. That's cool.
1: But there was pyrotechnics. Uh, There was, like, I don't know what you call it. There's, like, those firecracker lights that'll, like, drop from the ceiling. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I think he did that during Earthquake. He had, like, this whole, like, wall of fireworks come down and stuff. Um, So definitely the most intricate live show I've ever been to. And uh, the music didn't, like, lived up to that as well, so...
2: Yeah, he's definitely really a showsman.
1: Yeah, he's he's taken the Kanye crown at this point for mm-hmm. just, like, overall creativity and live performance, aesthetic, music video, album concepts, all of that. He's kind of, like, the next coming of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was insane live show. If you have not had the chance to see him and there's still tickets in your area, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder, wonder if there's
0: it. tickets in my area.
1: Probably I don't even not. know if he comes to you guys or not.
2: <laughs> probably not. Oh, of
1: course. I wouldn't imagine so. It's a stadium tour. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, it was probably Babjabs best concert. I, that was the most I've seen him into a concert. Um. Obviously. Yeah. It's Tyler the Creator. He's a big um, Tyler man. Right. Yeah, but insane show. I would definitely put it like at my top concerts as well. Uh. Yeah. I'm definitely uh down for that big budget kind of style. So I'm, I'm excited for the, the After Hours Till Dawn tour because yeah. that stuff will be really good, I think.
2: It's probably um, going to be similar. Uh, yeah,
1: I'm sure in scope it'll be similar and everything because yeah. Abel's also a very good performer um, and, like, like set stick. designer and everything. So yeah. I'm down for that, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, like, you know, a half an hour performance talk. There's, I didn't even get to the music yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, a lot of live performances this week. Um, start with Peggy. Uh, Peggy, absolute legend. Um, he is now completely free of any label stuff, so he took it into his own hands. He cleared his own samples for LP. Casual oh. Duty Pay is now on Spotify, as well as the other un- uh, offline tracks that weren't. He cleared oh. all the samples with his own money and put them up. Uh,
2: so we can listen so to. We can album do now.
1: offline, and it's true glory. Also. Minus a couple transitions things but um we will mostly be able to do that so you just saved us peggy i, I appreciate you so much um so we can do that now without having to go through weird hoops mm-hmm. uh you also put the thoughts prayer updated uh, mix on spotify which thank god um that song is not good on the online version it's not his fault either uh it was just they completely cut out the sample from that song so it feels really empty um but now that it's the offline version, I can like it again. So, we're saved for our reaction video because um, that will be our next video reaction. So, we have yes. the full true format now. So that's great. Uh, man said he's going on a break and he's still working. I think he's remastering the Ghost mm-hmm. Pop tape too, which is like from 2013. It's like a oh. vaporwave album. Um, that's where the Call Me Maybe cover comes from. So, oh, of course, doing that as well. So he never stops working. I guess. Good for him. Yeah, good for him. I'm, I'm glad he's got his own rights now to everything, um, and that he truly cares. I mean, most people wouldn't do this, buy their own samples to put them on the streaming services no. after, but I'm very glad he he did. I hope Hazard Duty Pay still gets the, the attention. Um, it looks like it is. It's got 500,000 plays already, because um, that song it will be his biggest song, especially if it, if it would have came out like, in the original album format, it would probably be the most popular at this point because that song could be just, like, an absolute hit. Um, So hopefully that gets recognition because it's insane. But moving on from there, uh, Denzel Curry, another track from the new album uh, featuring Slow Tie. I don't know how to say it. It's, like, is 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 Toichi or something?
2: I don't know.
1: Um, I don't know. But it's got more of, like, a drum and bass, like, feel. Uh, Very good as well. This new album's going to be sick. He's got his concept on. He's is he back, sticking with style. The,
2: the, like, Japanese?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the cover art's still pretty cool. Epic. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to this. Um, he doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. Uh, album time. Earth Gang. <gasps> oh. Earth Gang came out. And wow. A month and a half late, it came out. Um, Ghetto Gods. It is very good. I was a little concerned just because I didn't like... I I didn't not like the two singles, but they were a little, like, I don't get the whole... I didn't get the whole picture of them. Um, They felt pretty basic, but now that Mm. I have the whole album, I like them a lot more. Um, But I would say a little bit better than Mirrorland, just because there were some tracks on Mirrorland that really just didn't work um, and were a little bit... Because that album was a lot more psychedelic than this one. It was a lot more, like... That's where the outcast comparisons started Mm -hmm. and uh, ended. It's kind of like okay, psychedelic rap with two people. One has like really solid verses, and one has a very eccentric personality and voice. That's definitely not outcast. Plus, they're from Atlanta. It's like you can see where the comparisons line up. Yeah, Um, but this one uh, settles a lot more into like a contemporary Atlanta rap and R and B style. Um, So something you'd hear from a Black is kind of Mm -hmm. what like, mixing-wise and production-wise is kind of what you get here more, um, which I think works for them really well. But I didn't expect the sheer amount of bangers um, that we were going to get here because a lot of these songs just, like, go so hard. I was listening to this on the drive uh, over to go see the concert. um, And, man, the bass on these things are awesome. The energy is there. I was concerned until I started listening to it. I'm like, wow, they've really, like, stepped up. Cause there was a lot of awkward parts on Mirrorland where they didn't feel like they knew how to like transition properly, um, but this it feels tight knit. Um, it's awesome. Waterboys with Jid and J Cole's awesome. Um, I feel like it's hard to mess up a song when you got those two on it. But that's fantastic. Uh, Bailey with Future's great. A um, couple of gospel cuts, couple R and B cuts. At Mirrorland was a lot more psychedelic and stuff. This was grounded in a concept of. Uh, classism and just uh, racism in general, Hmm. systematic racism, all these kind of things, they hammer down on it, um, make a very consistent album about it. Uh, It's very deep, um, but it's not like bang over the head deep. It's not super concept rich, but it still comes through in the music. Mm -hmm. Um, Power with CeeLo and Nick Cannon's Strange. I don't know if I like it.
2: But it's Uh, CeeLo.
1: CeeLo raps on it.
2: Oh. Oh. Oh, that's a shocker. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Okay. It's interesting. I don't know if I like it yet. I'm undecided. Thankfully, Nick Cannon just does like a spoken word thing. It doesn't do a verse. I don't know if I can handle a Nick Cannon verse. Um, Might be a little bit too much for me, but definitely recommend. Uh, Again, it's got more of the Saba style, a very warm um, and inviting hip-hop. That still goes pretty hard on some tracks. Mm -hmm. So I think this one on Saba I'm going to put level with each other. They're both very good. Hip-hop was majorly lacking this year. Uh, My top three had zero hip-hop for a long time. It still doesn't. um, But, like, this one and uh, Saba are definitely getting up there. Have some good hip-hop releases. Um, And Conway dropped his album, God Don't Make Mistakes. Uh, This one's been teased for a long time as well. Um, I think I still like From King to a God more. But some of the highlights on here are pretty good. Um, definitely a lot more zoned in on a specific sound from King to a God. Kind of went all over the place. Um, but you got features from Rick Ross and the Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got, I guess these are more Griselda features. You got TI. Um, so a couple big budget features. Mm-hmm. But overall pretty good. Um, I mean, it's a result the project. There's a certain level of quality you get with these things where I can't really talk about them more because, like, that level of quality is always met. Like, it's fantastic. Uh, East Coast, like, grimy hip-hop. It's just good. Um, but a lot more personal themes. Um, I think uh, Final Track was really great. Uh, talks about, because he got shot in, like, his face, um, like, a while back. And he had surgery for it and everything. So now when he raps, you can kind of, like, tell he had, like, facial reconstruction surgery and stuff. Oh. Um, So he talks about that on the last track, which is really good. Uh, And then the first track, he has Beanie Siegel featured. um, who was actually in the Genius documentary this week. Uh, So he's a deep-cut guy from Def Jam um, from, like, the 2004 era. But apparently he got shot and got a, a punctured lung. So now he's recovered from that. Now he's rapping on a track with the guy who's got shot in his face. There's like a little bit of a level there that's really great. <laughs> huh. Um so a lot of cool, intricate things going on here. Production's fantastic. Um a grimy Griselda piano beat is just all I need usually. That's uh what you get here. So pretty good. Um yeah, it's nothing like too crazy, at least not yet. It might grow on me more, but I think Earth Gain takes it this week for best album. Um, but yeah, I don't know what we have coming up. I do need a JIT album. Now that Earth gang has gone, uh, Dreamville, you got one man that's been like teasing us for like three years who needs to drop. Because even just hearing him on a feature in Earthgang, I'm like, JIT is just so much better than everybody else. It's kind of insane. Um, so please, he needs to be next up. This needs to happen. Um, other than that, I haven't been paying attention to release dates. Things just kind of come out as they come out, which is fine with me. I'm, this year's already kind of stacked. so
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, it started out with a bang, and it just keeps on coming.
1: Exactly. I mean, you got after or, uh, Dawn FM, like, first week, and then after that, it just kept going.
2: <laughs> I know. I kind of felt bad because in our uh, interview with Jake, he was like, what is your most anticipated of the year? And I'm like, eh, well, if the weekend decides to drop, that would be pretty cool. And uh, Weekend Drop before that podcast came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, that's, that's unfortunate. But that's okay. I um, should have said Kendrick, because then that wouldn't have happened.
1: Before. That's true, and that'll never happen. Yeah. Um, but we do know that's coming out before June, um, yeah. or in June. We'll see. Um, that is... <laughs> I'm going to say like 90% confirmed. I don't know at this point. It's just, there's an Italy festival where he's playing new songs. Um, yeah. So we'll at least have new songs by June.
2: Maybe um, not a whole
1: project. Maybe not but... a whole project, but I'd assume it'd be pretty close. Maybe
2: like an EP that. or something.
1: No, it's got to be an album. No way you're dropping an EP. You
2: don't think he's going to drop immediately... I saw
1: no. like... You would get murdered if he dropped an EP. <laughs> I,
2: I, I saw some comments on our uh, our Kendrick video. Where it was like, I hope that he just kind of does another B-side thing for his last album with Top Dog. And then he, like, really... Like, he does a blonde thing where he does, like, Endless with Def Jam and then does his big... That could work, yeah. Which, I mean, he could do that.
1: He could. So,
2: I don't know, maybe. That's possible.
1: I mean, but you have to come out with a bang. You've been gone for too long and people <laughs> have extremely high expectations for you.
2: I mean, I no feel pressure. like there there's a little bit, like you know, a little bit of that has been satiated with his stuff with uh, Baby Keem and his Super Bowl performance. Like, he's yeah. bad. But that's not
1: like Kendrick, Kendrick. No,
2: you know? no. It's not like... you'll like, know like,
1: when it's a Kendrick, Kendrick track. Yeah. There's yeah. A different energy around all of it. That's um, true.
2: But, I mean, but, he's not, like, he's not gone. Like, he's still kind of in the ether where it's like...
1: Yeah, no, he's kind of poked his head out a little bit, but he's still not here.
2: He's not like, here. He hasn't he, dropped
1: in a while. They're real stuff. Yeah, um, But That's excited cool. for that. That'll be... We'll at least be hearing new material by June. Hopefully. Um, cool. Ben Staples, I think, comes out in April. I thought I saw that somewhere. That could be not confirmed. But that should be coming out this spring. Uh, 100 Gex should be dropping soon. They said early 2022. It is early 2022. Um, so that'd be cool. Uh, what yeah. else we got? Push a T. Hopefully that comes out sooner than later. Um, This new single's cool, but I need the whole thing. Five years coming out next month. Uh, I still haven't gotten to the Beach House record. I want to do that eventually, but it's like an hour and a half long. Sorry. Um, Sorry. I think that's it. Yeah, that's a lot. It was a big week. I don't think next week will be as big, (laughs) unless something huge drops out of nowhere.
2: Um... I don't know. I I don't know if, like, what's going to happen next week. The only thing that I know is that I'm going to be talking about Batman very briefly. Mm -hmm. Spoiler free. But, like, aside from that, like, we don't have any, like, release dates or, like, big conferences like we have in the past where it's like we know there's going to be a Nintendo Direct. So that's going to take up a chunk of the show. So... yeah. We'll find something, there's we'll going to be something, yeah. it just might be a little shorter, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say that now. And then next week is going to be two and a half hours. It could be, mm. it could very well be. I good? don't know. That's how it always is. I'm always like, This is going to be a short one, and then it's very long. Mm-hmm. Like this one is an hour and a half long.
1: Yeah, so far. I had a lot of stuff, but
2: <laughs> yeah. You did. I was, I'm glad because I didn't have a whole lot. So is that podcast. That's podcast Oh, well, we don't end like that anymore <laughs> Dang it <laughs> You're such a rookie We have a bit now Oh of course you do Yeah Cause we're fun guys We like to have fun Although sometimes yeah. like You know I forget how to do a podcast Sometimes my finger slips Sometimes I hit the stop button prematurely And you know it's very unfortunate But that won't happen Today we're going to finish the bit so, I forgot what the bit was, though.
1: Yeah, you didn't really specify what the bit was.
2: Well, like... So we haven't
1: started it yet.
0: You're just wanting to start the bit.
2: I'm... Sometimes, like, I have to do, like, all the legwork. So, I was just like, you know, maybe you guys have a I bit Yeah, did legwork
1: this week, so... That's true.
2: um... Uh... uh <laughs> man... This is too much work.
0: I don't know what it is, so it's all on you, my guy.
2: (laughs) Podcast.